2: Now entering
3: Nerdist.com.
1: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. This is Chris Hardwick. I'm here with Matt Myra. Hey, Mac Nerd, Jonah Ray. Hello. Nerd, nerd. Uh, did I say it's a nerdist podcast? I'm so bad at this. You'd think I worked in radio for so long I remember how to identify things like me and the show, but uh, I managed to bone that every time. I'm sitting here in Adam Corolla's house. Adam Corolla, how are you, sir? Hey, hello. Man, I can't. <laughs> I love stately Corolla Manor, by the way. Is yeah. There, is there some Shakespeare head that flips up and opens a cave that goes down to your lab underneath the earth?
2: Only when Commissioner Gordon sends that signal up, and then uh, then it's time to move, and it's always the same. I I see it up in the clouds, reflecting the clouds above Lake Hollywood, and then I run into the uh, kitchen and I yell uh, to the uh, bat pole, and my wife says, uh, "What?" And I yell uh, to the bat pole, and then she <laughs> says, uh, "I'm not blowing you." And then I say, uh, uh, "Crime waits on no one," and then I run into a wall that I think's a that's supposed to be where you push it and it spins around, but it, it doesn't go anywhere.
1: And then, wait, this happens every that, single time? Every routine. single time. Now, God, Hand to God. Hand to God. Now, check me if I'm wrong, but I thought recently you had to destroy the Bat-Signal because you became an idea and you had to represent uh, the ultimate villain of the city. So ha- what happened with that?
2: I never did actually see the last Batman. I know oh, what I have like to do. <laughs> you left off Mr. Freeze. Let That's me show you. <laughs> Here's my, this is what I do. I watch the first few crappy versions of something, and then when a really good one comes out, I go, not this time. I so got, you're I was saying... burned by Mr. Freeze. I was the only yeah. one who was actually burned... By Mister
1: Freeze. So that uh, by that logic, you missed Police Academy assignment at Miami Beach because by that point you had gone uh, through I, all the really what I'm I missed sorry, Weekend what? of Bernies
2: too. I missed all I missed Godfather three Godfather three. I missed all the I, I missed Jaws two. I missed well, no in the, the guy in the sequels. Godfather
1: sequel he's dead and the music brings him to life and that's how they make everyone think that he's still alive. Or was it was it Weekend of Bernies?
3: No, no, it was Back to the Future two. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. <laughs> I I usually confuse sequels.
3: Yeah, those critters, too. Those Uh, critters, too? Critters. Where they come from space. Yeah, starring
1: Marlon Brando? Yeah. Uh, Are you picking up the puppy in the background? Yeah. What's your dog's name? Her name's
2: Molly, and she's uh, barking at the pole right now. She has her own bat
1: signal. (laughs) That, and that's, <laughs> she's trying to get down to the pole, but without the opposable thumbs, she right, can't work the device. can't work the pole. That is, that must <laughs> be like me, living, tried, <laughs> uh, peanut butter
3: was involved.
1: That is well, that.
2: That's that, when she really springs
1: Skippy. to life, I gotta say. Skippy! Yeah. That joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that dog's personal Tartarus. That would be the lowest level of Hades in uh, mythology. Not to get academic on you guys, but we are, we are sitting your in your Adam's library We're right now, buddies. so, and there are fancy red curtains. Yeah, we're doing it here in the library of a stately corona Manor,
2: which I actually just we just cleaned out some of the some of the books, although the uh, whatever for dummies. I, I mean, I told my wife, look, take out all the four dummies books well, it's actually for idiot. There's a for idiots and then for dummies. And then there's for, you know, retards and then there's <laughs> for mongoloids. And it's like at a certain point, people are going to start thinking pretty fucking dumb when all they see is four like if you saw anything for dummies, yeah. like right. you just went, hey, house for dummies, car for dummies, girlfriend for dummies, eventually, dentist for dummies. Like eventually you'd think the person was a dumbass, wouldn't
3: you? So <laughs> well, you I haven't had- seen that book, uh, Skiing for that Retard Adam Carolla. that's a whole new story Oh, series. really? Yeah,
0: that's
1: a whole, whole Different. Yeah.
3: Mac OS. i get those instead. I like yeah. the Mac
1: X for Mongoloids. I think it's very specific. I mean, like it's yeah. niche. It's niche marketing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these the Mongoloids are going to buy these. books. I'm just
2: saying uh, for dummies, like your self esteem would have to be pretty high to buy a book that said for dummies.
1: But that's like, that's, that's, that's yeah. that is woven into American culture the culture of the idea of uh, I'm stupid and I'm proud of being stupid. Yeah, and uh, I like the
2: people yeah. that use the date like. Sorry, I wasn't born. How am I supposed to know when uh, Kennedy was assassinated? You know, like <laughs> yeah. a lot of that. Sorry, old timer. It's not only that, but not only do they not know shit, but they they then flip it on you. They flip it on you. It's ageism. Like they they flip it on you. Like sorry, I'm young and sexy and nubile. Mm-hmm. And then the other part is like they have a life. Like I don't just sit home and watch the History Channel. I'm out. You know, whooping it up. Uh, <laughs> a Kelly Osborne once. I I was she was on Love Line one time and I was explaining that um just speaking of snot nosed teens, you know By the way, she, I love any story that starts off with Kelly Osborne once said And then <laughs> great Kelly Osborne and I quote <laughs> No, she said, uh I was I was talking on Love Line and I said, you know, chicks don't know anything about war. They're just not interested in war. They don't they don't know any of the history of it. They don't know any of the you know, beach landings or invasions. They don't know about any of the island campaigns in World War II. They just just don't know anything about it. Like, they're just, they're not interested. They're just not interested. And I feel like they should be a little more interested because it's so much a part of this country's history and really affects the way things sort of turn out Historically,
3: well, if we have to know about, uh, you know, uh, what's her name, Ruth the Riveter? What's her name? Rosie, Rosie, never mind. I just know. my entire point. Yeah, there's a
2: diesel dyke who put together a couple B17 <laughs> wings with a Oh, goes. I opened for the diesel dikes. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> she, she, Bad but chose. she begged to differ. She was like, she was like, what do you mean? Uh, I'll try to do her, I'll try to do her
1: fake, fake. <laughs> yeah accent. She's Ladies like, and gentlemen, presenting Adam Carolla as Kelly Osborne.
2: <laughs> women know a lot about... Alright, I'm going to stop you right there. Um, listen, Adam, war. that's
1: a good read. Uh, I think you're doing a little bit more of a northern English accent, okay. and I want to get uh, you more central, like gonna, London. Go up so, up and so up, yeah. go Women up. know a lot
2: about war.
3: Perfect! <laughs> Perfect!
2: <laughs> what are you saying women don't know? My father and I watched a history channel. My father was there during the thing where they dropped the bomb, the blitz. Yes! He was there for that thing, and he survived that. Oh, really? He, I like when someone says survived. Like, right. Yeah, I've, I've seen your dad yeah, yeah. on stage. I'm sure he made it through the Blitz in 43. Then he's, what'd he do? Then what he do? Like, <laughs> My grandfather survived the camps. Oh, really? The 91-year-old gent complaining that this uh, bagel's too dry didn't perish in 1941? <laughs> Interesting. So he made it. Your grandfather
3: lucked out. Yeah, like lucked there, there
1: wasn't some sort of rip in space-time, and right. he through to now. Yeah. So she was like
2: she's like
1: so you can't say no, sorry. You
2: can't say <laughs> women no nothing of war. And I she was probably 16 at the time, right. but she claimed to watch hundreds of hours with her dad who was obsessed with, you know, World War II. So I said, "All right, well, let's just let's just start with some basic stuff and and let's see let's see how much you know. I'm I'm not a historian. I just watch a little watch a little basic cable. So I said, the Allied and the Axis powers, who who were they? Who was fighting who? And she was like, um, uh, <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. Oh God. She's like, um, the Uni- um, well, United States was fighting Germany. And I was like, and, and then who was on Germany's side? She's like, I... You know, these are trick questions. And I was like, are you <laughs> shitting me, bitch? Are you fucking shitting me? You don't even know V2. And she's like, that's a... You know what? Because those are just your own questions that you're... Cook-. I said, no. That is two plus two. You just yeah. said you were a trigonometry expert. And I just asked you what two plus two is Trick was, question. And you couldn't <laughs> answer it. So don't tell me you know. And she, she, But she... At like every good snot-nosed entitled teen, she was like, I do so. I do so. I know plenty. And I was like, no, you don't know shit. And she was like, yes, I do. And I was like, you can't know anything. You can't know that the landing ships were called the Higgins
3: craft." Because you don't know the people that were on them or firing at them. Which is fine for a 16-year-old girl, but to uh, first tout that she had the knowledge from so That's my ass. point. Yeah. Shut the fuck
1: up. Two bigger yeah. issues here. Number one, when is your one-man show Adam Carolla argues with Brits <laughs> going on? And secondly, <laughs> I love the idea that, uh, you know, a love line, you argue with uh, Kelly Osbourne about war, and then you take a call about some kid who has ass herpes. Like, and that's what's so great. That's what's so great about that story. Dr- it Love line.
2: Drew, Drew just kept going. I'll do him in an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> Drew was like, Ew. "Leave her alone," and I, I was like, uh, was "I'm not. i the court of Elizabeth." <laughs> I said, "No, I'm not going to leave her alone," and and she just kept firing me. I said, "Look." I'll leave her alone when she just admits that I was right with my assertion that women don't I'm not calling them dumb right they just don't it's like a sport they don't
1: follow I mean it's like guys don't know about cooking and
3: yeah (laughs) douche feeding babies with their kids every time I see uh, feminine hygiene you know hygiene products I fucking freak out yeah I don't even know what 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 they're about I call them them feminine
2: hide jeans because I go I get my jeans and I hide I get right out I get right out of it. jeans make me feel safe denim denim makes me yeah. You'll see yeah. it right I wear there. two pair of denim. Watch one of the Mask Gale commercials. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the evening them. they're talking about? But I'm glad I'm going to be hiding in my jeans.
1: Boy, <laughs> I tell you what, jeans. if uh, if a vagina could just make a nice brat, a woman would be perfect. Yeah,
2: perfect. They can hold one. Oh. Say that. They
1: can hold. one. I like when they say it twice. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. They hold. Right. Yes, they I heard heard you hold the first day.
1: Yeah, I just want to punctuate. Yeah. I want to use the. I want to repeat the phrase and make that the punctuation. You know
2: what it's really saying. It's really saying. I come up with. One singer every four years, yep. so I'm going
3: to repeat it. Yeah. I'm going to repeat <laughs> it. It's, it's, kind of, of it's the same kind of comics that uh, they kill time before. but it's like I went to uh, these strip clubs. You been to these strip clubs? It's like okay, yeah, <laughs> one is enough. I was at the grocery store. You guys been to these uh, food places? Grocery stores? I was just uh, outside enjoying the Earth's uh, oxygen-rich atmosphere, yeah. uh, <laughs> dominant uh, nitrogen.
1: Yeah. You know, you
2: know what I'm talking about.
1: You know what I'm talking about. Just taking a breath. Yeah, taking. You seen guys a
2: seen these? Uh, Dogs,
1: <laughs> you know they're. F- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
2: Yeah.
3: Good
1: night. Well, I'm getting the lights. What's, what's that? Uh, is this one comics Bill- unleashed?
3: Yeah. yeah this is comic- what's that one Bill Burr joke? We're like, still yeah,
1: you know- <laughs> kicking it here on the Byron <laughs>
4: Allen Show. Chris, I heard you've been to the mall lately.
1: Yeah, Byron, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, what, what, is it like a muffin store? Who needs a muffin store, Byron? What am I, some kind of muffin faggot? You, I, I open for the muffin faggots. You, yeah. you
2: drove out here all the way from Indiana in a convertible? How'd that go? Funny, <laughs> I, funny. I bring that up. Here's what oh, I did. How did you know? Well, you, yeah. you
1: must be psychic. I used soul, to do Byron. that
2: show, but, but, but with no material. Here's how bad the comedians were on that show. Uh, I would do that show, but I don't. I don't have an act. I I I would just. I was the only guy who was like the comedian, the comics unleashed. But I was the only guy who just was. I was from radio, and I would just sit there, and I and I never really realized with the dat win. That fan? That fan. Dad Dad. Dad played middle linebacker for a Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> that's how poor I am. Oh, wow. happens so, happens hey, let's everybody. punch each other in the dick. So like all these guys came in there What Byron would do the setup. You broke up your girlfriend. No, that, or,
1: I'm sorry. I would like to hear Byron as a British gentleman. <laughs> So, you and your bird broke <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes,
2: Byron, we did. <laughs> and we here's that story. And so everyone would do it, and then I would jump in and do their act for them or with them. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know what their material was, but at a certain point after... <laughs> Dat was rolling on, you know, the airport security problem, I would start <laughs> so rolling on the airport security problem, too. <laughs> and at a certain point, I realized my material was better than a lot of their material was, even though it wasn't my material. I was right. just I was just piggybacking onto the back Griffin. of theirs, and that's when I thought, man, these comedians are horrible on this show. <laughs> I, I'd, have, say, uh,
1: I'd say a lot of those comics are pretty leashed. I wouldn't say, <laughs> yes. would say unleashed. <laughs> no,
2: it's the opposite of unleashed, because they, they just set it all up, figure it all out, lay it all out and then they just ask everyone to do
3: their act. The whole time you were on that, you should have just been like in the middle of their, you know, jokes just like, "Whoa,
0: whoa, wait, wait.
3: Are you doing your material?" <laughs> oh, sucks. man, it's I'm just, totally you know, unprepared cuz you sounded so fake, you fucking asshole. I thought this was just like a talk format. Yeah, I thought this was interesting, interesting. Went right
2: television. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just there's no way you just did that rap. I mean, everything rhymed, you didn't miss a beat, it sounds like you've been doing it at
1: clubs yeah. all over the country. I was never n- asked to do that show, I guess I'm just not that unleashed of a comic, so I never No, you're to
3: vital. Do I'm just roaming around.
1: Yeah, that's
2: good.
3: Yeah, I'm yeah. free range. Byron <laughs> Allen
2: <laughs> is a millionaire... He's like a billionaire. G- ...billionaire genius who, he does, like, it'd, it'd be like if I started a construction firm called Subcontractors Unleashed, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, here's the deal. You guys bring the materials, bring your crew, bring your van, build me an apartment building. I won't compensate you, <laughs> and then I'm gonna sell it. No, I'll syndicate it. All right? It's awesome, right? And you'll get all the experience to be able to pull coaxial cable and tilt up walls and form a foundation. It's gonna be great experience, great exposure for you. I mean, people are gonna see you up on the top building when you're when you're It's when you're doing the roofing. It's oh, be that awesome. sounds great. Let's all right, really Let me consult idea. my
1: business deals for dummies books. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna open romantic. with an 18-second yeah. monologue, and then I'm gonna sit down and you guys can all do your and then I'll get a paycheck
3: and go home. But VCs
1: are crazy, right? <laughs> when, people,
3: when people look at that building, though, they're gonna be like, oh, that building's so hacky." <laughs> <laughs> well, a he, contrived building.
2: Yeah, uh, I literally I ran. Here's how rich he is. I went to the Beverly Hills Hotel to have um, a meeting about when I got I got I got so skull fucked. I was like. When when my radio show was ending, they did this thing where they were like, okay, we're, listen, we're pulling the plug on KLSX, and we're switching formats to Lady Gaga, and we're blowing up the whole station, and everyone's going, but you, you we like, and you we want to move to the biggest radio market in the world, and that's New York City. So while everyone else is getting shit canned, you're actually getting a promotion and so we had to have this secret, clandestine meeting over in the, the Beverly Hills uh, Hotel. Uh, by the way, then three weeks later, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna shit hand you too. Forget about that <laughs> meeting." Well,
1: the New York thing was just to soften the blow.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, soft. yeah. It is nice. They're like, "Oh, I'm getting ah." Uh. Uh, but uh, while we were sitting- you're getting
1: a reverse promotion, <laughs> right?
2: While we were sitting in that meeting, uh, Byron Allen was sitting there with his uh, what what his. Art now is one of with an art dealer, and and like somebody said, Oh, he's got millions just in just in in art alone, just in just in fine art. And he had been Byron Allen was on those unfunny black people in like 1978 or what? I'm not not sure what that show was called. I think it was
1: called those unfunny black people. I mean, back when, you know, it was okay to get away with it. I
2: think
3: it had a way worse name than that. No, it
2: it was, it was like, it was America's funniest people or, you know, that's incredible. It wasn't real people. Was it real people? It was like real people. Like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Byron Allen was 16 and a half or 17 when he was on that show. Like, when I was a kid I was I would watch that show and I didn't realize he was literally 17. he mm-hmm. was like doing stand-up when he was he was like writing you know with letterman and stuff like he just got in was like 15 or 16 he's and smart. hasn't stopped making money <laughs> since <laughs> yeah.
1: he's really he's like the machine under the island on lost that just <laughs> yeah, controls yeah. everything that yeah. no one really realizes that that's that he's the linchpin to everything oh, that's gonna best 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 like he literally Like, he always has a show on the air, and it's always a show that you usually don't know about, but he's managed to find these kind of little crevices in the entertainment business to just sit there and rain gutter millions of dollars What's his 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 other show is going to press junkets, right? It was just just, press junkets! That's all he does. Which anyone can do!
2: No, but I have this sort of reverse racism theory, which is, as I've done it myself, or been guilty of doing it a few times myself, which is like... If there's a white reporter, you can blow him off. If there's a black reporter, you don't want him to think you're racist, so you can't blow him off. And so he would just sit down with Tom Cruise and you know George Clooney and like every single one of those was always just A-list celebrities. And I I have this theory that I always try to explain to my Black friends, although you know I don't have any. <laughs> but I mean, if I had, so black you're just friends. basically <laughs> shouting at
1: people at the supermarket. <laughs> well, who well, are, who well when, are when I say black just friends, just yelling at the TV right. when Cosby I mean like when, right.
2: when, when you know President says, "My fellow Americans," they're right. Not, right. Right. not really talking right. about any of right. you. Right. Right. But you know, the people right. that are listening. Yeah, like you know. when you're
1: like when you're in a social situation, like in a subway, and you're like, "Yeah, we're all friends here, right?" We're yeah. right. not yeah. Really yeah. friends? It just means yeah no. We don't have any black friends. Right. 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 I
2: guess David Allen Greer, but he left in New York, so not you know maybe I have one on the East Coast, but. What I want to say is this, like, for every uh, guy out there that's, like, uh, chewing tobacco and uh, driving a pickup truck with uh, a gun rack on it, there's a whole bunch of white dudes who live out here who are overcompensating, so you don't think we're that guy. <laughs> right. So, which is to say, if a... Guy comes up to me and he's panhandling and he's white. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to fuel your drug habit. And if it's a black dude, it's like, here's five bucks. Sorry, sorry for sorry. Brother. Like, sorry for like what the gun, my gun rack on my truck did.
1: has a Malcolm X flag on it. So <laughs> every they say every X. Malcolm 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 X. X. yeah, that's, X. that's my aunt. new. Uh, that's my new chocolate milk line. shot the street now.
2: Move over, you who
1: deliciousness <laughs> by any means necessary. You don't
2: have to say chocolate milk when it's called milk. I
1: just accidentally yeah. created a million dollar empire. <laughs> yeah. You
4: didn't drink Milcom X. Milkum drank you. <laughs> That's,
2: <laughs> right. That's right. You know uh, that Milkum X has more calcium and more vitamin E in it than Gatorade and uh, vitamin water combined? <laughs> Milk X is a healthy part of it. I reach for a Milk max <laughs> After a long day of dragging people that are different than me behind my pickup truck,
1: I, I reach for Milk X. For a guilt free Milk X. Mm. It's in you, bitch. <laughs> Such a stupid idea. I think Milk max would work. You think so?
2: I think I, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be better than my gay sports drink.
1: What's your gay sports drink?
2: Well, it was. I started with the gay array, and then really, like, the AIDS probably wasn't a bad You know, that it, was, it was a good thing. As but negative. no, I just mean like in a world where they make shoes, special shoes for shooting pool. Right. And they like make, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, you want to shoot pool? You're serious about your game? You yeah. need these shoes. Oh, you great. Know? <laughs> like, literally, when I used to fly model airplanes, they made special sunglasses for guys who flew, flew model. And it's like the ones, the guys, the guys are flying the f eighteens those aren't good enough for me to fly my little Cessna in a circle with so they like like the whole like the whole idea that they can sell women's and men's indoor volleyball shoes right and basketball shoes which are played on the exact same court, right. and it's really just lateral movement jumping like it, whatever Michael Jordan is doing in his shoes, you know
3: that's not going to work for you with your little ball in your Boy, net. I tried playing shuffleboard once with uh, basketball shoes. I fucking broke my leg. Are you all right? It, no, I you am. Now. Be careful. No, I'm. A, I'm good now. Well, you got to make sure you support you your shuffleboard had suff- bridge. Shuffleboard. My new, my new
2: sh- shuffle X shoes. <laughs> shuffle
1: X. But <laughs> were you trying I, to? Were you trying to fuck? I the had, a, I had a
2: gay <laughs> sports drink idea. You know, kind of like Fubu, right? You know, but for gays. Yep. And, you know, it was like, you guys, you know, let, let's put it this way. You don't, you got to watch, you got to watch your calories. You know, Gatorade's got a lot of, got a lot of, you know, corn syrup and whatnot in it. So it's like maybe a little lower on sugar. Maybe you guys, you guys are putting out a lot of, I don't know, potassium or a lot of fluids coming out of you, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the yeah. gay man. You guys are sweating a lot, you're putting out a lot of chi, you know? I mean, it's all bullshit, but this is for you. You know, like, they have have vitamins for kids and, you know, shoes for for indoor volleyball players. Why not a drink for the gayest sports? Besides, you guys are at the gym 24-7. Like, how about a sports drink for you? I think
3: they do have It's Sprite Zero.
1: Oh, really? Sprite Zero?
2: Sprite Zero is for gays? I didn't know that was for gays.
1: Did you actually come up with the product? Or do you just think that that should exist? I haven't started mixing it yet. <laughs> That's what you're, asking. you're not but down I, in the lab? You haven't started uh, mixing your gay uh, well, sports drink? Well, the pole's
2: kind of fucked up, so I can't get down there. <laughs>
1: God damn it. Hey, I know, uh, well, the dog was barking at poles it. pole's so,
2: holding me up. So, yeah. I <laughs> think, yeah, but a gay sports drink I, I do think would work. That's not bad. And it's like you give 10% of the proceeds to you know AIDS or hepatitis C or whatever they're into these days. and Whatever the kids
1: are into. I don't know if that's really
3: a hobby. Yeah. I
1: don't know if I'd consider a communicable diseases a hobby. So, uh, <laughs> Milk X, chocolate milk for white guilt, I think is phenomenal. Right. People drink it. And then uh, gay sports drinks. Uh, uh, 10
2: cents from each of. Uh, each each can of Milkham or, or bottle of Milcom X goes toward reparations. Right. Adam, Ooh. you should really
3: decide now if it's going to be a can or a bottle. Yeah, bottle. Okay. Bottle. Yeah. Sorry, I think it bottle. has to be a bottle. It needs to be a
2: bottle. Yeah. In the we we got to compete with Yoohoo. Yeah. Yoo-hoo. By the way, what kind of name is that? Yoohoo. That sounds like a gay sports drink. You! Yeah, right. Hello! I guess if
1: you read it that way, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, Hello! <laughs> that's what it is. That, that's no, the that's name of my gay drink. sports drink. drink? Hello! Hello! Hello. Sports <laughs> drink! <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. So uh, we got a lot of work to do uh, <laughs> Yeah, to get, this, to get this niche uh, racist homophobic beverage empire uh, <laughs> sure. rolling. Why not? Yeah, and lot. you
2: probably would just sell more to racists, you know, and sure. more to gay bashers. But either way, it'd be like, who cares? Look, if half the eggs you sell are just being thrown at the principal's house, you're still moving the eggs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Am I right? That's right. Okay. All right. Let's do, it. No, let's do it we <laughs> have to ask if they're right am I right cut two three I'm years right. down the road
1: we're all penniless but warming ourselves over a fucking barrel no, with no, a cut, fire in, in it cut two hey, three years uh, down the
4: road you're on Comics Unleashed Chris I heard you got some milk recently
1: yeah, as a matter of fact Byron uh, milk X is a drink for it's ah, uh... good stuff <laughs> hold on I gotta buy Picasso <laughs>
2: you're art dealer
1: so what are you doing? Uh, what do what you 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 have started a podcast network? It's a, yeah. what's a podcast. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a sec. It's it's sort of like uh, gays ra- and blacks. It's a, it's a radio show for <laughs> gays and blacks. That's a podcast. <laughs> so last year, it's been a, it's been exactly a year since you since you yeah. started your, your podcast. Yeah. And I, it's such a great story because I mean, you and I worked at K Rock together in like '95, right? Um, and 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 Kimmel, we all you know kind of worked there at the same time and. And then everyone kind of went off in their own directions, and you ended up doing the, this big syndicated radio show, which, as tends to happen in radio a lot, yanks the plug, change the format. Um, sure. And so you said, hey, I'm going to toy around with a podcast for a while, and then fucking million downloads the first week you start the podcast. Um,
2: well, yeah. Um, you know, I had, I had a head start of, like, knowing I was uh, on the way out uh, and not going to New York, uh, so I had a probably a couple weeks worth of sort of head start. You know, normally when they shit can from radio, they don't tell you, they just do it and they wait till your shift is done because there's so many fucked up drug addicts, like vindictive drug addicts <laughs> who would just go like, here's what, you know, The like, like if you told most morning guys you have one more day left. Like, Friday's your last day. This is what Friday shows. Hey, here's what's
1: going on this weekend. Piles with Dick's not. Fuck, fuck, fuck,
2: fuck, 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 And then once in a while, they'd call their program manager a douchebag. And they'd barricade the door. So
3: Which is a shame because I would finally start listening to Morning Radio.
2: I would definitely listen to that station. So they were nice enough just to tell me, you know, you had a couple weeks off. And uh, actually, now that I think about it, it's weird because I, 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 I was thinking we must have mentioned it a few weeks before we went off the air. But I realized we only had two days to give people a heads up because we only mentioned the show or and or the station was being flipped. On the Thursday before the Friday, we went off the air. So we said on Thursday, tomorrow will be our last show. So what I did is I got in a few, we're going to start a podcast to my audience uh, but I didn't hit it too hard because I didn't really know what a podcast was and right. I wasn't like, I didn't know, you know, I wasn't. Well, we've I, determined
1: it's radio for gays and blacks. Right. <laughs> right <didn't that laughs> so
2: I didn't know what to do. Incorrect so I, I, I shoved in a couple like just on on like Thursday and Friday. I said like, look, you know, if you still want to hear the show, you can go to AdamCroll.com and we're going to do something called a podcast. And that was about it. But we did at least start with an audience. You know, we had a, a little bit of a, place to jump off from which because there's a lot of people are like i want to start a podcast and you go start a podcast but then how do you get a following without a following like
1: how do you get that track i was actually going to ask you about that (laughs) Uh, it's interesting uh, to bring that up yeah well
2: i mean for me um i do everyone i i think it's a pretty tight-knit community and i think they share a lot of the same you know i just think I don't think there's a guy who goes to the internet and goes I like this one podcast and I listen to no other podcast. I right. think it's sort of like if you're buying music from iTunes, you're not just buying uh Frankie Avalon songs. Right, like you're you're buying every song or anything you're int- remotely interested in. People don't in.
1: have that kind of single destination <laughs> mindset that they had 20 years ago and 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 that's really that's what larger corporations are not understanding like the like the music business and and and, and companies that limit where you can see programming online. Because they're like, we want everyone to come to this one site. And it's like, yeah. Right. yeah, it doesn't work that way anymore. People, it's it's it has to be communal. And like, you're doing my podcast, I've done yours. You know, like we've said before, that yeah. would never happened in radio. You never would have gone on Mark and Brian when you were doing the Kevin and Bean show. Right. And, yeah. and you know, not only that,
2: but, you know, for me, it's just like anyone's radio show, I'm doing a Tim, Tim Conway, Conway, Conway. Tim Conway Jr. show uh, later on uh, this evening, uh, you know, interviews anywhere, anyone will take it, Any, anyone's radio show, anyone's podcast, just just anytime you can get your voice out there and throw in adamcrola.com you know, I don't know, maybe there's three people get added on.
1: And cut out that Adam Crowley. <laughs> well, We're now five people are going to five
2: are jumping on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's great to have a platform, but even if you don't, you just have to you just have to get out there. Which leads me to this question: How many podcasts do you think there are? Do we have to ask Mr. That's Al? Like,
1: good how question. do we
2: figure that one out? Does anyone know?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. Actually, the most recent article I read about podcasts was just you know like. Oh, in 2006, there were X million people listening to podcasts, and then in 2009, there were a higher number of... You know, there were Y, right. and that was that was higher, and so podcasting is the way of the future. But I sort of feel like, you know, ultimately, because Drew Carey was on the last show, and we said there's no... There, how well there's an old timey phone in oh, here oh my god wow yeah, I'm glad our fucking uh, wow. the, the technical it, it, producer of the show finally it right. yeah, finally phone. works but I will say so I didn't think it was would go I like would like to credit AT&T that you got a signal up here wow because that's it's, yeah remarkable. that's pretty good up here into the side there's of a mountain probably like them basically. just bragging they got
2: a signal hey uh, just
1: <laughs> this is AT- this is John AT&T uh, that's my last name um, just want to let you know you got a signal oh thanks John yeah yeah no problem we're pretty badass right alright anything else go fuck yourself we're AT&T we're gonna take your money by a click alright um, and then dial tone, which you'd never hear on a cell phone. Well, You know,
2: uh, my 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 money making invention, and I'll I'll let you get to your story. Was uh, a lot of folk. You can't get any reception up in the hills, up in the Hollywood Hills, and I was. It, it dawned on me while I was staring at Kimmel's fake Christmas tree um, <laughs> about three years ago, which he explained looked as good as a real Christmas tree, but. This is a slippery slope because we can make tits and women and vaginas and pets and we can make everything now that looks as good if not better than the real thing. I still would say we can make food that looks better than the real thing. It doesn't mean we should be eating it. I like the idea of the thing that you put water in and it smells like pine yeah. and it It's so, I'm talking <laughs> well, about the women. Right, right, no, but, right, right, No, I, I like the hassle the fake, and the dragging dead. it and yeah, buy, buying it at the church and throwing it on the roof of the car. And, and the needles
3: everywhere for months afterwards. Right. Uh,
2: but I said, you know, if everybody up in these hills who had a fake Christmas tree, and there's a lot of you out there, would j- leave them up year-round and just heat them up and make antennas out of them, we could get some reception up here. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. And you'd get paid essentially to leave up your Christmas tree, and we'd have we'd have some cell phone reception and up in the hills. And everyone
1: gets tumors for Christmas. Yeah,
2: which is oh, great. That's Finally. right. That's a stocking stuffer. Yeah, that's a fantastic. I idea. want eight tiny ones for Hanukkah. Uh, <laughs> that's eight tiny. ones You don't get any. Oh. So your tumors are Christian. I cut you off. You were talking about uh, the computer. Oh, podcasts. I was pontificating about
1: something to hear myself talk. <laughs> well, just how many, I mean, how like many podcasts gonna... are there really? I don't know. I don't as know. many as there are blogs. I don't or really like there, that. Right. I know how many there are, but basically, so Drew Carey was on the last episode, and I was saying I'm jealous because there's nothing that exists anymore in place like his Carson appearance where you do one thing, and then that just changes your career forever you know right. sure. there's you know there, the, the business and media is so splintered that there just isn't anything that you can do one thing and be like well my career is made now like you know maybe american idol or something but that's a that's a very well sp- specific. no, the, it. no
2: here's what you could do you could beat the crap out of your girlfriend or get a dui and that actually would be the thing that got you on
3: Slow down And the then time Out of, of girlfriend Yeah But the trick and is And
2: DUI or or you No I mean you. we are we, oh, oh, oh definitely But you can do both I can mean, yeah. do both No that'd be awesome What
3: if I do them at the same time Adam
2: Go upside her head With a bottom of Milkamax <laughs> Yep I <laughs> uh, no, and seriously, <laughs> Mix, I, I, the drink of domestic abuse. I, I never, I never really thought about that. We'll get Chris Brown to do the endorsement for the oh, thing. Wow. No, but seriously, Don't think cry. about, We're like, still, no. think about the Chris Brown <laughs> I'll hit you. Yes. Think about that situation, and <clears throat> it just dawned on me that. Uh, yes, I, I was sorely disappointed after doing the Tonight Show for the first time that like my phone didn't ring the next day and nobody stopped me on the street. Yeah, and it's like I wasn't walking down the street, no one honked their horn and gave me a thumbs up or anything. And even when I would do Leno in prime time, uh, and you know, make fun of his ratings all you want, they still had more eyeballs on it than he did in the middle than you know at eleven thirty. Still, nary a word. Now, maybe it's the group I hang out with, but still, (laughs) Janine Garofalo and Sarah Silverman said almost nothing. No, it's just like it's a totally different time. I mean, you you see, I love watching these like E True Hollywood stories or something. It's like now the E True Hollywood story of Ray Combs, host of (laughs) Family Feud, and it's like he's up there and he's like uh, they're like, and then they're interviewing his brother because he hung himself. It's like, and then he had his Tonight Show. Appearance and when Johnny signaled for him to come back to the sofa, the next day the world parted just like the Red Sea, yeah, like right, everything. Exactly the phone that
1: ring exactly what you're the saying.
2: Agent was calling stuff. I've done the Tonight Show nine times. Now when Leno calls you over, you're like,
1: hey, yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna just head out. Yeah, yeah go back to
2: Not worth the watch. That it's done it nine times. Fucking phone hasn't rang once. Yeah, and nothing. I mean, it got got so much as a like a local like uh, Levitt's commercial spot. Our lease bar stools and dinettes or Congratulations like, about that about Like that. nothing, I've gotten nothing out of it it's a, it's a totally, totally different world And as a matter of fact uh, More people have have said A lot of comedians have said to me I've got more out of your
1: podcast, than I've got from doing other people's national shows. Not, not to cut you off, but you just, you just said a different world, and that just made me think. Kadeem Hardison, perfect model for Milcom X.
2: Yes, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's. I'm he's, sorry, well, I, you know, I went off on, on street, a tangent there.
1: Cred. I went off
2: on a tangent. I apologize. No, he's a man of color. He's, he's. All the kids love him.
1: I'm sure he's in our listenership. <laughs> he's right in the middle of our demo. But the, secu- the circuitous no route to the point is, uh, from from a little while ago, is, yes, podcasting is great, especially if you're a comic and you have a point of view. Because ultimately, the trick now is is connecting with your audiences in, any, in, you know, in the best way that you can. And, and it seems like, you know, first of all, they're fun to do, and it just seems like a great you know, way to... You know it's actually kind of funny?
3: Um, it's like I've had more people since we started this podcast, which is, uh, you know, we had two out now. Like, more people have, like, mentioned the podcast to me than they've ever mentioned uh, uh, our show, Web Soup. Oh, really? Yeah, it's where more people, more of my friends, I guess it's just the circles, like you said, you don't really, but more people I know are like, hey, the podcast is great. I nice. Yeah. I'm like, what about the thing I spend every, every day on, you know? I'm sorry, what is that? (laughs) <laughs> no, the thing I spend like a lot of my time and my creative energy. What do you yeah. mean? The things I make out of my brain no, no, no. instead of just rambling. No. Well, no. I, I, that's you make a <laughs> thing. I was in an edit at like two in the morning. <laughs> Your mouth's
2: moving, man. That's
3: coming out. You
1: work uh-huh. on a you work on a show. Your show. What are you talking about? It's a show you host. I don't think I do. What, is, I what channel idea is it on? For
2: a sports drink <laughs> for black people. <laughs> 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 Were you talking? What's this dude talking about? <laughs> Martin Luther Kings of <laughs> comedy. <laughs> oh, nice. So uh, yeah. I mean, who knows what the uh, what the future holds? But you know, each time, I mean, it, I mean, it's really just a math thing. Like everybody, you know, every day, ten thousand Americans who will never use a computer die, and you know, several hundred thousand or million get a day That's older a and a little closer to being an audience member. I mean, <laughs> it, it is one of these things where it's like, I mean, <clears throat> whether you're selling bottled water or doing a podcast. Like, if you're selling it's like this almost this turnover thing. Like I would love to see the percentage of people seventy five plus that spent two dollars on a bottle of water at a movie theater or three dollars on a bottle of water at a sporting event or what have you. I mean, I'm sure some of them have been indoctrinated, but most of them have been like F that. I've been drinking out of All a right. well my whole life. All I'm right, fine. sports
1: sports drink for the elderly called Who Put All This Poop in My Underwear. What do you think? That's good. (laughs) How about that? Yeah,
3: yeah. right. So they can order a water and tell everyone what's going on with them at the same time. At the same time, they get to
1: complain and consume. But every
3: kid,
2: like when my daughter wants me to top off her sippy cup and I start heading for the sink, she's like... Hey, old man, no, no, I don't do tap. That's got to come from a mountain spring somewhere. Spits in your it's, gotta, face. It, wait, it's not costing you enough money coming from the sink, so it needs to come from a bottle. So there's no doubt that as the next generation, you know, one generation dies off and the next replaces it, everyone's going to be drinking bottled water and going to the computer of to get their entertainment. So. Wherever it is now, it's sort of like percentage of people that used a cell phone 10 years ago or percentage of people that had a DVR 10 years ago or who even had satellite or even cable. Like, you remember hearing those stats? Like, you guys, we'd have cable for a little while, but you hear those stats in like 2001. It's like... Uh, thirty-seven percent of Americans have cable, and you'd be like, "What? What? What are the rest of the what were the rest of those folks doing? How <laughs> yeah, I <mean>, are <laughs> years? Like, what's going on?" But I'm sure now it's into the mid-sixties or seventy-something percent. Well, it I has. Mean,
1: to. I mean, you know, especially with the conversion yeah, to the HD.
2: Conversion. Sure, um, right. A lot that of confused speak. me
3: that that was such a big deal. I was like, "Who are these fucking people kidding? Just fucking get cable." It's just <laughs> right. it, You know. It's, been, it's long enough. You've waited long enough. Oh, cut to fifty years ago. What do you mean?
1: I have to get a picture box? I'm <laughs> fine with Moradia <my> Trolla. <laughs> right. I think that's just a hand crank. I don't even think that oh, yeah. does anything. I don't even know
3: why it did the, this noise thing. And that people would think hand <laughs> crank. I like this.
1: Not a video them. podcast, Jonah. Yeah. People can't see you doing the hand crank. They had to bump it back i was thinking
2: of the hand crank thing, by the way, because that's always my roll down the window. Hey, right. roll down the window. Except for no cars had cranks for 19 <laughs> yeah. years now, and yeah. our kids are going to be going, "What the fuck are you doing, Grandpa? Well, with Your hand <laughs>
1: pushing a like pushing the air like a button is yeah, bad space th- work. Yeah, you need yeah okay. Hey, I want I need to talk to you about yeah. your driving. What do
2: you yeah. What, yeah. what do you mean the button? You want me to turn up the phonograph? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, what are you, what are you a, doing running a raffle over yeah. there? What are you doing a bingo, bingo. like? What are you doing, old man? You want to give me a weird hand job? That's why I always love that. I always love that. <laughs> job. The
3: weirdest hand job. You're know, like when your know, you, you, cock's
1: you, that big, sound a propeller. When you hear commercials for for wacky comedies and and then like right before they hit the joke, they'll do a record scratch. They're
3: yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, what's everyone doing at the thing?" Whoop, it's right. party time whatever. Uh, my, my least favorite, uh, along the lines of that, is the uh, dog reaction in a trailer. Where it's like yeah. uh, you're getting married. <laughs> That's like, yeah, my yeah. least
1: favorite. I always thought if they if if, if they if they want to go with the theme of doing outmoded uh, uh, forms of of entertainment, then I would, just, I would love to hear like a Swiss Alpen horn in those. <laughs> <theaters>. <laughs> hey, what's everybody doing? <sighs>
2: The uh, you know my my favorite thing with all bad comedies, uh, especially the big budget variety, is when they when you see the commercial. Then not not so true for the trailer, but for the thirty second commercial, do a countdown to head trauma. Somebody <laughs> is going to get hit with a crescent wrench in the forehead. Yeah. Somebody's going to be doing like. Uh, uh, when Will Smith was uh, Fletch or Skip or Hitch or Hitch or Hutch, yeah, he's going to get on his jet ski and he's going to kick Rosario, Rosario Dawson in the face. Like, yeah. Just everyone at home, the next big-budget Sandler or Rob Schneider or whatever Kevin big James. budget, it's whatever, Kevin, Kevin I James. I don't think
4: there will be another big-budget
2: Rob Schneider. All right, <laughs> whenever, the, whenever the next Kevin James, whenever that thing go, you watch that commercial, when it comes on, just go, one-one-thousand, two-one-thousand. Mm. Three, see if you can get to four 1,000 without some crazy head trauma. It used to be crotch trauma. Now it's head trauma. And most of it is kind of like, like I remember watching, I, I I never saw Dodgeball, but like in the commercial, he's like ripped, torn or. He's just sitting there and he's going, can you dodge a monkey wrench? And he throws like
1: a plumber's wrench and he just uh, yeah. whacks the guy well, right in the forehead. To be fair, to be fair Rip Torn was only was in dodgeball because he got drunk and thought it was his house. <laughs> <He> thought- <laughs> That's how he ended up in dodgeball. <laughs> he-
2: he threw a wrench and hit a guy right in the head, like right in the commercial, like just pow,
1: like huh? Well, now it's like it's you see you see like chicks getting hit in the face, right? It's actually
3: a big thing with like romantic comedy is, like the the women are the klutzy lead. Uh, walk, like, they walk, yeah, yeah. It's like how is this guy gonna love this klutzy girl? I always wanted to. I actually pitched this uh, sketch to Human Giant when I was writing on it. Where uh, and they almost made it, but they couldn't figure it out after it left. Where uh, it's like this guy. Is so like, you're saying they're stupid. They are, yeah. yes. But like they, um, this girl is like it's a normal kind of trailer for a romantic comedy. The girl's such a klutz. How's this guy gonna fall in love with her? But then halfway through the trailer, it turns out that she's so klutzy and falling down is because she has a brain tumor. And then it takes a total left turn and becomes a drama about how's this guy gonna love this girl that's dying. Yeah, I, I, I
1: hope. I, watched, I hope I the breakdown watched, with for that is okay. it was the movie called Fuckable Klutz because that's that's the perfect <laughs> yeah. title for that movie.
2: Uh, <laughs> fuckable cluts. it's just a montage of these chicks walking into the top of Dutch doors just 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 kapow like if you see like like, a, well they did it actually the most it probably uh, Dane Cook's Good Luck Chuck yeah that was just nothing but head trauma and a little sack trauma Well, did that when oh, that, was, that was, that was that
1: the special effects Oscar or was yeah. that was that just best picture that movie, uh,
2: oh, okay. also was also had that the <laughs> great, uh, the great scene in it where he had to fuck the fat chick in order to, like, lift the curse somehow. And he, of course, cut to him and the fat chick out to dinner. And she was eating lobster a lobster tail but she was chewing through the a- actual shell like she was eating oh, it John. like a killer whale like, fatty, like, like, fatties like fatties too. that's what yeah. fatties do right. when you take yes, them out do. on a yeah. date
3: they pick up the whole three pound they don't lobster. understand Clearly,
2: they
1: utensils don't because they just need to get that fat packed on Even, as quickly as she possible she would probably be
3: the best eater because of how well she obviously eats yeah I mean, she's probably she probably be able to yeah. suck the whole lobster through its eye yeah,
1: yeah. like, like <laughs> as a it's <familiar, laughs> <that's> true through a tail yeah. It doesn't mean that she's sloppy, just because she's... No, longer. not only that, but
2: fat when <laughs> yeah. fat chicks go on a date, they order a dinner salad, and then they eat the hagen dazs that night after the guy doesn't screw them, but they don't <laughs> go sick at dinner. Like, she was literally crunching. I'm sorry to cut you head. off, but
1: I'm in a little bit of a cliffhanger here. Does he end up fucking the fat chick and breaking <laughs>
2: the curse? He had to fuck her to try to break oh. the curse. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he did fuck her, and he didn't... It worked, but, man, did she eat a lot of dinner. Oh, boy. Oh,
3: Chuck, how'd you put up with it? With oh, man. that sweet, man. fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Record scratch.
1: That was the open horn for Good Luck, Chuck. Yeah, she <laughs> ate the whole lobster tail. Wow. Actual actual shell and all. So was Brett Ratner directing Good Luck, Chuck 2 getting luckier? Or <laughs> is that... Uh, is I, that I just,
2: annoying? at some point, does somebody raise the their up. hand and just go, what the fuck are we doing like, no, because really? everyone's too, afraid to, everyone's too afraid to get fired. Everyone's too afraid to get
3: fired. I, you know, I've like come to a place where I don't mind those movies anymore because. Oh no, I like them. <laughs> I fucking watch it with my jaw on my lap, oh, yeah. and I just I can't get enough. Did you see Yes Man, the last Jim Carrey movie? Yeah, I saw yeah. part of that. Do you see the scene where the there's a scene where the fuck it there's this old lady in his apartment building that takes out her teeth and gives him a blowjob, and you think they're just going to allude to it, and then they fucking yeah, show, they show it, it. happening. Him and he he's at first he's like you know thrown off by it, of course, as anyone would be, but then he sure. gets way into it. Yeah. I was I was watching, and maybe you got, one of you
2: guys have seen this, and, you know, this is a guy we don't normally throw under the, the bus, but what the fuck happened to Will Ferrell's brain? Like, he's going nuts, too. Like, I, I saw, like, 20 minutes of Step Brothers the other night, and I was like, w- I don't know what this is. He's 43 <laughs> years old. John C. Riley seems like he's 51 they <laughs> They're dancing around the house. Like, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Can we build a bunk bed? Would it be cool if we build a bunk bed? And he's like, uh, yeah, you can build a bunk bed. All right. All right. This is so boss. Oh, so bitching. Come on. And then they go and they build this really crappy looking bunk bed. And they're like, this is going to be the most awesome. This is the awesomest. Well, the most spoiler awesome. alert. And now I know there's a bunk bed. I, in I hope you're ready. <laughs> then Will gets below and John's going to jump up top. And oh, boy. What happens, Adam? Whoa. What happened? Oh, you're, you're sitting. Are you sitting <laughs> now in I pancakes am. down, right no, <laughs> So he must good. die, Hold right? Because second. you
1: would die if that happened. You no, oh, he just that. had a
2: scratch. But <laughs> I watched like 20 minutes of that she movie, got a and I was like, "What the?" F- Fuck is going on in this movie? Are they retarded? That out loud. Are
3: they retarded
2: adults? Like what? What's going <laughs> well, on here? I think they were movie, retarded adults. I you can't think call they were.
3: a movie retarded. Actually, I would have probably seen it twice. Yeah, <laughs> retarded <laughs> adults. And yeah, like, so you going to see retarded adults again?
2: They're, they're trying to. Like, they're going on a job interviews, dressed in tuxedos and and. And she's going, uh, hi, I'm from Human Resources, my name is Pam, and, and Will's like, Pan, your name is
1: Pan? No, it's Pam, Pad, well, your name is pad And I'm like, but did he write any I of this down? That's, that's What's no different? On? That's no different than Navin Johnson from The Jerk, you know? He was like... I'm just saying, 90... 90- Except Seven that was one of my favorite of movies, The Jerk. guys in their 40s
2: I playing it. retarded. You enjoyed Step Brothers? I enjoyed what, Step Brothers. What was the premise, though? Because I missed they, the first Wait, before he, he
1: says another word, I have to tell you that Matt also likes the Dave Matthews band a lot. So if you want to grade on ants a curve. marching song. It's a good, it's
4: decent. Uh, but <laughs> how <laughs> happened
1: happened did you see me when she's around the they, Step uh, uh, Brothers?
4: The, they were just both living with their parent. You know she's uh, still living with Maristine. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear about it or do you, you want, want to make fun back. of Dave Matthews?
3: I want
2: to put I want to make make fun of
1: Dave Matthews <laughs> Look, just
2: him emptying the septic tank on the sightseeing on the boats enough to make you a fan of the man. Forget about the <laughs> music. How about right. just uh-huh. emptying the bilge pump on a septic tank on a sightseeing tour? I mean that alone an open is air. One boat. of the greatest <laughs> things I ever. has a
3: as a guy he was actually uh funny in that adam Sandler movie uh don't mess with the zohan yeah actually kind of enjoyed him as the redneck racist guy uh but then i believe I didn't that see he, it. he played it really well you you didn't see it
4: i didn't i really didn't your see your favorite it. guy i ever? saw it. i saw the episode of house where he played the uh
1: you know the retired oh, guy yes yes he played the musician yeah and then they had to take out part of his brain he couldn't be a musician right. anymore right but he could button his shirt oh why can't that
2: happen that in was... real life i think they <laughs> took out part of his brain when he did
1: a little nicky you think they did
2: Obviously, if anyone who watches that or Mister Deeds realizes part of the brain was not intact for that, oh, but now, yeah, well, so they're Ms., both Mr. they're both in a state of arrested development, still yeah. living with their parents, but they're not
4: retarded. And they're not retarded, but their parents uh, get married, so then they move in together. But
2: there's no still... magic spell that said you have to right. act like a nine year old retarded right. kid. Like, Father well, what's well, the, the premise? Version. They're in their forties. Like, what at what point did they stop running around? It was know. it was an entire movie of that?
4: The, pretty much. And then at the end, they sort of... Uh,
2: but, like, they're going for a job interview. It. Are they trying to get the job? They are sort of trying to get the job. But they're 40-something-year-old right. adults. By the way, I don't, <laughs> don't not, think don't I don't, don't appreciate...
1: Gets, right? yes? I don't, don't think I don't appreciate your uh, Larry King-esque intensity there's about a, the stepbrothers. Uh, the, the movie is, remember,
3: <laughs> Adam, that's not Adam McKay. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the, movie is,
1: the movie
4: is worth it, though, when uh, Will Ferrell... Wax John C. Riley on
2: the head and tries to bury him alive. All right. Well, I mean, at least head trauma was. Someone involved got the hit in the head. Yeah. yeah. All admit, are you, are you going to bury his body? Are you going to uh, defend Land of the Lost? I have not seen it. I okay. See it. Good. Did you see it? Fuck no! It was the worst TV show. Like this whole, in terms of like my intelligence being insulted, like or attacked. Uh, you can make one of you know look. Make one of the crappier shows of my childhood into a movie and maybe I'll watch it. But don't make the worst show. As a matter (laughs) of fact, it's actually the second worst show ever created for Saturday morning. The worst Show ever created is one called the Sigmund and the Sea Monster. Mm-hmm. That, that was also Croft. That was also Sid Marty. Kruf. Yeah, and that's in development now. Yeah, they're trying to make and it. And I, I got to say this: uh, I've done this jag on my podcast, but uh, never yours. Um, we were when I was doing my pilot for CBS nine months ago. We were walking along the lot over there at CBS Radford, and some guy we we're walking with, uh, Alan Kirschenbaum, said whose whose dad is um, oh shh it uh, Joey uh, fuck. <laughs> sounds good, not what makes sense. Uh, no, a famous like Catskills comedian, I'll, I'll think of his name for a second. Anyway, he said, Um, he said, You know who's in there? He said, You know, who's in that office. I said, Who? He said, Uh, Marty Croft is in there. I said, He is? And he said, Yes, sin Marty Croft. Marty Croft. Comes to work every day. That's still,
1: on. The, that's on. I know that lot.
2: Still has an office here. Still hard at work every day. The guys like eighty nine years old. He's still here. He said, "I could introduce you to him. If, would you like me?" To, in, Freddie Roman was his, this. Oh, okay. I uh, okay. said, "I can introduce you to him. Would you like me to introduce you to him?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Why not?" The guy's a legend. And I said, "He's a fucking legendary hack." And he said, "What do you mean hack?" I said, "I saw all his work when I was a kid." Sigmund and the Sea Monster and Land of Lost, those are for fucking fried cat abortions. And those were just a couple. On, there was also, like also, also Puffin
1: stuff in Lidsville. And, and like Far Out Space, Far out Nuts, Space Nuts. Nuts. And just all that stuff stuck. And
2: by the way, it was like, yeah, but he's still on the lot. I said, he's warming over ball. shit from the 70s. Like, it probably I, made he, you mad that he's still working. I, at yes, yeah. somebody should have taken him out years ago. Number one. Number two, I guarantee, here's the thing. Here's how you know the guy's a fucking full-blown hack and these guys are full-blown hacks. What have you done for me lately? Comics
1: Unleashed. Yes. No. (laughs)
2: beside that, here's the deal. Here's what you're working on. Here's what that fucking old hack's working on. He's working on the release of or the rights to Sigmund the Sea Monster, the feature, Land of the Lost, the feature. You don't have any new ideas, old man, because you couldn't compete in today's Environment. You just have a bunch of your old shitty ideas that you're going to try to repurpose. They sucked in 1971. They're fucking horrible today. I don't know what the fuck Will Farrell was doing thinking. I'm going to take the shittiest. I don't even know what to call that. It was a wasn't a sitcom, wasn't a cartoon yeah. shitcom of Adam Carolla's childhood, and turn it into a horrible 90 name into piece it. of shit.
1: By the way, shit I am so Adam I, I, I I for one am glad that we are we are bringing that gentleman who is sitting in death's waiting room right now down a peg. <laughs>
0: I well, I fuck him.
2: He's no, to listen. Me. Those guys are multi-millionaires, and they've done nothing but crank out shit. I mean, well, think about it. But we turn th-
1: them into fucking icons. But there were there was that there was that period of time in the late '60s and early '70s where a lot of art got really bad. Like there was a whole yeah, you know, like like Hanna Barbero is so they did a lot responsible of shit. for a lot of crappy, yeah. TV, Horrible, cheap, hair, expensive, punch and all yeah, that stuff. All, all that it's stuff, all junk, and they should
2: be punished too. And they're all fucking multimillionaires. So fuck them.
4: Listen, I wasn't born
1: yet, so yeah, damn. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I'm an expert. I'm an expert on Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I've, uh, I've watched okay. hundreds of hours with my father who I think might still be alive. My
2: father <laughs> and I used to watch Grape Ape. He was a grape large ape. ape that repeated the phrase <laughs> grape, grape Ape. <laughs> he was a close cousin to McGilla Gorilla. Oh, who just had a name that sounded... It was more about alliteration, right? <laughs> Magilla, Gorilla, and Grape. To be fair, like- Magilla Gorilla wore suspenders, shorts, and a hat. So. Yeah, it's was, it's was good stuff. And then when they couldn't come up with anything, they would just and they never could. They would just rip off stuff. Like Jabba Jaw was Curly from the oh, Three.
0: Ooh, yeah, Jabba oh, Jabba oh, oh, yeah, not they? only that,
1: but every they 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 had the Shaggy character in every one of those cartoons. All they used the, the same yeah, character. They, first, sheet. they ripped off every one yeah. of the every one of, everything
2: that came in the '30s and '40s in vaudeville. And then they ripped. They spent the rest of their life ripping themselves off, and that's they, all they know how to do. And then they with made the wacky races packs. where they put them off. In races. They're horrible hacks, everybody. They're fucking horrible. And if you had Sitter Marty Croft sit down and write you a spec script. For Everyone loves Raymond today. You'd wipe your ass with it and go, is this guy fucking insane? This is some of the horrible, most small cities. I would love, here's my challenge to those old fucking hacks. Sit sit down and write me a spec script. Right now, old man. Go ahead. You're so funny. You're a genius. You're an icon. Write me a modern sitcom. Go ahead, Just You know oh, what? Pick oh, two and a half men. Oh, right, just write a script.
3: It's a two and a half men are lost with the sea monsters. Oh. All right. right. So everybody right. loves right. Raymond, oh, but God. the
1: character of Doris Roberts is played by a talking bush. Right. Oh. <laughs> the, right, that's it. Yeah, a witchy poo guest stars in <laughs> in the Parenthood. It's almost like it's like it's almost like a like a writing seminar. Like, hey man, all you got to do is just look around your room for the characters. So that character right there is Mr. Curtains because right. there's curtains yeah. hanging there, and over right. there's over there's Johnny Flowerland, and right. he's a doggy Flowerland. Yeah. Yeah, Careful
3: with that though, because Pee Pee-wee, uh, Wee's Playhouse did that to you know they perfection. did it, they did it well though they did, yeah, it, they well. did it well. They did they it listen, well. I'm
1: just
2: saying these guys are a rich beyond our wildest dreams. Do we have to make them icons? Can't we just make them rich? Do we have to (laughs) worship at their altar or go, you fucks came along at the right time, you struck while the iron was hot, you repeated yourself while everyone was high, you ripped off a whole bunch of comedians from the 40s and the 50s, we were all too young or too stupid, and there was no cable to compete with you guys. You essentially got a monopoly on Saturday morning. You lucked out. Now take your fucking money and get the fuck out of here. You just
1: want his office.
2: I think this I is what that's the, that's yeah. all you this I want your office. Yeah. This
1: Tuesday, vote yes on Proposition K to revoke Sid <laughs> and Marty Croft. All, you, all vast you haters fortune. out
2: there, you pull me the one uh, Sid and Marty Croft project in the last 20 years something new, something
1: that's not. Don't forget about Electro Woman and Yeah. Two you, two two whores driving stuff, around in a, a transparent clam.
2: One new idea those guys have come up with in twenty years, and I will
1: gladly apologize.
2: You
3: know, who put funny. all this
1: poop in my underwear? That's perfect for that's, Sid Martin nice sports yeah. drink. That's
2: right. Uh, and a character.
3: You're, you're forgetting completely, too, that they remade Land of the Lost TV show for Saturday morning back when we were kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, even worse. It wow. was like Saved by the Bell meets uh, Land of the Lost. <laughs> meets a turd. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. Soon.
2: So here's my point. <laughs> it's a turd. Lock a turd. yourself in your office, work on warming over one of your turds from the 70s and repurposing it today, but don't expect me and Alan Kirshenbaum to come up and and bow at your altar, you old hack. <laughs>
4: Where's Alan get with my, my weekly bow? The <laughs>
2: By the way, you're just using up space for someone who might possess some talent.
1: Well, you know, Adam, we're, we're coming to the end of the podcast, and I, I have to say... I, I really it's... want to make myself clear.
3: <laughs> I'm not sure you have
1: yet. Though. I think <laughs> my problem is, I just wish you would get off the fence about it, you know? Like, if you really feel a certain it, way, just, you just need to depends express which way it. the
2: wind's blowing. Uh, my feelings about the, uh, Sigmund and the sea monster, and Will Farrell, I hope he's not fucking retarded enough to star in that... Piece of shit. And so I know we all respect the guy. The guy's really funny. The guy's really talented. Why would he do
1: these shitty movies? Well, because he yeah, he's getting house. paid. He might want another five houses. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. So are you? I, you know, I, had, I was I was going to talk about uh, I want to talk about your comedy background. I didn't, but I guess I don't have to because everyone knows it <laughs> yeah. already. Yeah, we're good. You're good. And what do you have any shows coming up? Yeah,
2: we're coming up. Uh, let's see when's this air. This will go up tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. I mean,
1: today. It's live. Uh, hey, it's today. I mean, live. Call in now Live ask uh, We're
2: going to be at the uh, El Portal Theater, which everyone calls the El Portal Theater. But it's uh, North Hollywood, NoHo District. Flankersham, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I used to go there when I was a kid. We're doing uh, two shows. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's going to be there. Uh, Dr. Drew's going to be there. Uh, Bill Simmons,
1: the sports guy, does himself. Dr. Some Drew's going to be there working on his lounge act. Yeah. <laughs> singing <laughs> some thing, singing some tunes. Jazzy tunes Love about sexual on the piano, yeah. a, he, does, he, does, he, he rolls up his sleeve and undoes his bow tie and does a fabulous Baker Boys number. That
2: is yeah, to, that is to my favorite die part is when him. he
3: just uh, you know t- pushes his uh, tuxedo flaps back.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's well, so the best funny. part of Drew's act is when the guy comes out and removes his cape. Yep, <laughs> that's the best part. Of it. And then oh, he's, then got, you, all of he's yeah. got all of his rings. He's got all of his rings. He's too and tired he, to
3: go on. And the guy brings out the American flag. And yeah, over drapes him. it over him, and he does just a couple like.
2: Uh, karate moves in between to <laughs> and punctuate then he, some he, of his he plays
3: on the backs of 88
1: naked men one for each key <laughs> right. and yeah. because he's a doctor he says i now diagnose these balls delicious and then he plays and you there is not a dry eye in no, the house it is one by the, most the time, incredible time things he's I've done dr. dr Drew's stage show yeah. is uh, a fucking he, uh, you don't mi- you're an asshole
2: if you yeah I, it.
3: just dr drew in it right i think dr. Drew doing
2: it right uh, he'll be there <laughs> so that's what I have to say I also uh, We sold out the first show But there's
1: tickets To the second show And uh, Adamcarolla.com There's com.
2: booze And all that And yeah Adamcarolla.com
1: Well Adam Thank you so much For having us over To your house Sure I, I've, I've, I'm glad we stayed Friends all these years Because uh, it's just been fun To kind of watch Like Just watch where Everything went You know From from hoofing it Into the Kevin and Bean show At fucking 5 o'clock In the morning uh, And being exhausted And and ultimately Insulted by Kevin and Bean A lot Maybe that was just The experience <laughs> I had um, Yeah But but in any case, I also want to say that uh, Jonah and I will be performing Wednesday through Saturday at the Punchline in San Francisco. If you're in uh, the Bay Area, Uh, make sure and come by. You can get details on that at Nerdist.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Jonah Ray, at Adam Carolla, at Matt Myra, at Chris uh, Chris Hardwick. (laughs) I forgot how Twitter works. (laughs) At Nerdist. Um, And then also one last announcement. April fifth, we're going to start doing uh, Nerdist Live at Largo, uh, which is basically a live version of the podcast, but with performances. Probably a little bit longer than an hour. And uh, our first guest so far is Mr. Adam Savage of the MythBusters. I hope he busts a whole bunch of myths. He's going to bust some myths. He's going to come in with some preconceived. I want notions. him to say He's they're to plausible. Up- um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ha- I want to have, bu- <laughs> have him bust the Dave Matthews myth. What? I'm sorry. I'm just gonna, We're going to prove it to you mathematically.
3: Matt. Yeah. We're going to prove it to you mathematically. If you like that
1: show, you're going to love Hyman Busters, which comes on.
2: <laughs>
3: that's uh, that's part of the job. Bang Bus uh, Network. Also, yeah, the yeah. actor in that also called Matt Savage. That's yeah, right. so there
1: you go. All right, well, uh, thanks again for listening to the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Hardwick. The
0: end.
2: Now leaving Nerdist.com <laughs>